Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. Okay, so today I'm super excited. We have Shelly Carlson. She is a fashion stylist who aligns your wardrobe with who you are becoming. She is a light on social media, living her best life, and it is completely contagious. She was even my inspo for my latest haircut because I was like, I want her hair. So Shelly, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, so I'm so excited to talk to you because... I, I did a little homework on this episode and I meet, I meet you on social media with like the career you have today. And it's like, so like magnetic and vibrant. And it's pretty cool to me to have just learned that you just created your business at 41. Yes. Yes. It, it, it all, it happened really quickly but I've been, I did all of all the work I did for many, many years on myself is, is how my growth happened so quick. I put in the yeah. work and then the timing was everything COVID. Um, I, it's a, it's a wild story. My founder's story is pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's pretty cool too, to even have you say it happened pretty quick because <laughs> most of my audience is is a hair, their hairstylist. And most of us start our careers at 19. And so for you to have that kind of like mindset, I was so excited to talk to you. Cause I'm like, there are people listening that like have other passions or want to go off like in a different direction. And so I think what you've done is like, I don't know. I just think the mindset involved and like saying that it happened fast for you. Yeah. And the mindset is everything. I am I mean, right now in the industry, like I know that I'm doing something really unusual and it all stems from my mindset work that I've been doing for over and my spiritual practices that I've been doing for almost 20 years now. And and again, my, one of my favorite quotes that I love to share is, um, have you read, one moment, I'm going to have to cut it really quick. Um, It comes from... I don't know who it comes from, but Secrets of the Millionaire Mind is one of my favorite books. Have you read it yet? No. Um, basically, one of my favorite wealth principles is your income can grow only to the extent you do. Yeah. So I had grown personally a lot. And it finally, I found the work that aligned and then it just took off once both, you know, both they, they met each other where I was at. Right. And then it just took off. And so it's never too late for anyone to do a pivot, to start over. You know, if I can do it, anyone can do it. Yeah. Like one of my questions for you was like, how much do you feel? Cause like, I feel like becoming a mom later in life, meaning like I did my career for 17 years. I had all these things that have happened in my life. So the person I am as a mom is a completely different mom than I would have been if I were a mom at 20. Right. And so I think about your business and I would love to have you share a little bit about how having done the work on the front end, because like I I opened my first salon at 25 and I hadn't done that work on myself and kind of at 30 years old. 
my business partnership ended. I was like a shell of myself, basically in the fetal position. And I started over again. So I'd love for you to share how much, because I think that there's so much value in the fact that you are doing this when you already are honed in on who you are. Right. Right. And I think it all comes down to self-worth. You know, I wouldn't be at the level I'm at if I hadn't, you know, really honed in on my own self-worth and found and believed in myself, knowing that I'm doing really powerful work and it is um, high, high value that I deliver. And that knowing ultimately to make a living, most, most other stylists are not making a living like I am right now. And it all comes down to self-worth. I know how my worth and the value of the work that I do and being of service to others and the gifts that I give. And it's really, it's confidence in yourself. It's now I'm in my forties and I would have never been this confident to work with these women I work with and change their lives, even in my twenties. It's a, it's, it's wild. And it's, <laughs> so I basically, I feel that turning 40 and just knowing I'm worthy of, of anything I want. And I know I deserve, you know, I, I, I can, I can do anything I want. Right. And I can work with um, these incredible women that, you know, are also on the same path that I'm on. And, and it just, you know, I, I hope, I hope that answers a little bit of it, right? Yeah. Feeling confident in work and sharing my gifts. Yeah. And like, I feel like not having had the backstory of you, you know, going off on your own, you know, like just around COVID, I didn't know, I'd be so curious to know, like, I see you doing a lot of personal development. Is that how you cultivated that self-worth or has that been like you had to create and you had to get a little momentum to be like, put yourself in rooms with these people. Yeah. And I, you know, and that when I did work, I worked for over 20 years in the intimate apparel industry and I had a wonderful job and I, I really, I loved it. I had so many different roles. It was great. I was so safe. I started getting really uncomfortable being so safe for about four years is when I side hustled. So I side hustled for four years styling on the side while I had a full-time job. And I, I knew that there was something more for me than this retail job. And I was making again, and I know it's not, I was making retail salary, Okay, but I had flexibility. So I had time. So for me at the time, I, I loved having freedom and time, but I was making no income. I had no savings. I had no, I was still living a great life, Yeah. but I just knew there was more for me. And I, I come from a family of entrepreneurs. My dad's an entrepreneur, my brother. And I just, I knew there was a way for me to, you know, really just create my own brand, but I didn't have a Northern star. There was no stylist who I felt, okay. I, I want to do what they're doing. So I pretty much just created my own method. And now I'm still doing that exact same method three years later. And it's, it's the framework and the methodology that works for me. And I stay in my lane, but back to the, the mindset work, it, it really is a daily practice of 
knowing my self-worth, working on my confidence every day, I may look really, really confident on Instagram and, you know, with my clients, but the work that goes on behind the scenes of, you know, I've read every book, I've listened to all the podcasts, I've, I've traveled the world by myself on solo pilgrimages, right? Soul seeking. And so all of that has given me, you know, pretty much the, the create, like raised my vibration to where it's much, even two years ago, I'm not, I mean, I'm almost unrecognizable in wow. terms of my, of, of where, where I've, where I've, who I've become. Right. And it just keeps on growing. The more I invest in myself, I'm not investing in, um, you know, stocks or real estate. I'm investing in me because I have a lot of growth potential in myself of earning significant, you know, increases in my income, just as every other woman has the same capacity. But I feel that most women are afraid to invest in themselves. It's a very scary, scary thing for women, you know, and it comes down to self-worth ultimately. Yeah. And like, when you look back at the person you were that was working in retail, do you like in hindsight feel like you stayed longer than you needed to, or do you look back at it now and go that laid the foundation? Yes, absolutely. It was all perfect timing. I, I, I got to, you know, I was able to really back then I was able to party and have fun and go out. I would go out four nights a week with my friends and boyfriends and have the time of my life, travel, all these things. And now I'm a different person. Like I'm really focused more on, you know, I, I don't go out really right now. I'm focused on my work, but I got to experience a lot of beautiful things during that, that time. And, but it really, it helped me, you know, I was meeting women every day who were struggling with their self-worth with their bodies. And they would walk in the fitting rooms with me and they would, you know, cry. They were not comfortable with, you know, the most, you know, intimate part of their body, which is their, their breasts. Right. And most women wanted what they didn't have. So then I was able to really listen to them, understand them, help them feel comfortable and confident in their bra. And then they would ask me, you know, what you just did for my bras. I need help with my entire wardrobe. And that's how. I really started honing in on my, you know, my gifts. And well, so it's it, almost, it's almost like being in like a business school for like women or totally. something. Like you were almost like in this master class. I, I was, and I would every, every, you know, and I didn't, you know, the, the bra fittings in person were, were just one of my roles, right. That I loved doing. It was probably my favorite part. And I would, you know, these women just, they didn't want to work with anyone else. They wanted, they would come to me and they wanted me to fit them. And I was the bra whisperer and I was well known for that. And they, I would learn so much. And I, I just felt these women need help. And I know I could be of value serving them at a really high level by helping them with their confidence, with their body shifting, letting go of all their limiting beliefs they have about what they were told they could wear as a, you know, from childhood, from their parents, from boyfriends, 
from society. And I help them release all those beliefs so that they can actually ultimately get dressed in what they want to wear and find the looks and the, you know, whatever it is that makes them feel their best and not being in the box that they've been put in by everybody else. And that's the most powerful part of my work right there. Yeah. And like, do you feel like you had an innate interest in that? Or do you feel like you had to listen when you were saying bra whisper? I was thinking about like you almost hearing a whisper of like, this is the direction I'm supposed to go in. Was it something you always wanted to do or how much of it do you feel like you listened? Yeah. You know, I've been sewing since I was 15. I've always, I got the love of style from my mother. I've been into fabrics. I would, I would go to the fabric store and spend hours, you know, touching and choosing my fabrics and creating things like bedspreads, pillows, and gifts. And I've always been into that world of of beautiful things and making really good choices. I've always had, you know, pretty decent style, right? It's in my blood. I studied it in college as well. And, and it was just a matter of, I, I never, I knew I wouldn't work for a big retailer. Like it wasn't, I never, it was too, too much control. And I've never worked for one, you know, and I, you know, obviously never will, but these, these women, I love non-conformity. I love finding ways to just step outside the box, to like break the mold and to to create your own pathway, whatever it may be and wear whatever lights you up. And so that's, I've always been breaking the rules. I'm a rule breaker. And so I feel that this is I get to help other women do the same with their wardrobe. Yeah. And did you feel like did when you were profiting, like, did you mm-hmm. go someday I'm going to go and do this? Or did it just kind of, as you began to like, look like, listen and work on yourself that it just like the path just started to just organically lay itself. Yeah. I kept getting, I would, you know, my business was on my side hustle. I started yeah. making more money than I was making in my retail job, which, you know, it it wasn't still a significant amount of money, but I was, it was a sign to me that I can make money doing this. Like I can do this. And then the scary part is so many, so many of us are afraid to leave, you know, the benefits, the healthcare, the, you know, to every, you get paid every two weeks. It's safe. Yeah. And I just felt so uncomfortable staying, you know, in it when I knew I could do more. And then I, we had mutual termination two weeks before COVID hit. <laughs> and it just happened for you. Yeah, it happened for me. And then um, last month I was on California live featuring the brand that I worked for, for 20 years. And I'm I love so- that full circle moment. It was, and I have always wanted to, and I wasn't confident enough back then. I wouldn't have been ready to be on TV. I wouldn't have been ready to work with, you know, high profile women. It was, it was all in perfect timing and COVID. I know it was not a gift for a lot of people, but for my industry, it was a beautiful gift in that it just shook up. It shook up the norms, you know, and, and right now people are still really confused about how they want to show up and they walk in their closets and nothing feels like them anymore. Right that's where I come in (laughs) and we get, we do it all. So yeah, it was, it was wild, but I spent a year, 
really, I wouldn't have been ready for this if I didn't have a year of COVID of working on really working on myself, hiring the coaches, doing, working on my systems and processes to, and I never once thought about going back to corporate or working for someone else. I knew something was coming. Yeah. It all, it all worked out beautifully. Well, and I love what you said about like, you're kind of unrecognizable to the person from you were two years ago. I would love for you to talk about like, like kind of like things that have been hard about that. Is it hard for some people to see you as who you are today? Cause I think as hairstylists, we, we sometimes like, I know for myself, it's like, I was 19 when I started doing this, I'm, I'm a different person at 36. And so like, I think that it just would be really powerful for you to share a little bit about like some people maybe haven't been able to stay with the new Shelly. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I, and I absolutely, quite a few people have not come along for the ride. They wanted, you know, they want the old Shelly who had a lot of time, who was always having fun, um, life of the party, all of that. And now the new Shelly is setting really strong boundaries. Her time is money. I don't have free time. And so if I will spend it with someone, it's going to be mutually beneficial. And there will be, I would, I'll walk away feeling energized by an exchange with that person. Otherwise I won't spend time with them. And so it's really, that's so powerful. It's, it's, and I, you know, if something doesn't, if I get invited to something and if it doesn't feel like a hell yes, I politely say, no, thank you. I appreciate the invite, but this doesn't align with me right now and what I'm doing, whether it's a vacation, a trip, you know, even like a bachelorette party. I just don't feel comfortable even stepping away from my business that long to go party. It, it isn't, it doesn't align with my, where I'm at right now. Yeah. No, I was actually telling my therapist, I was saying like, yeah, I just really feel like I want to like ground into myself. And she said to me like, well, what do you, what do you think I think about that? And I go, then I'm being a little extra and that like, take it down a notch, Lindsay. She goes, not at all. She's like, I think it sounds really smart, but you got to figure out why you feel bad about it. Like you're doing something wrong. Right. And, uh, and it, the word unapologetic is one of my most, most used words. And I want to be, and I want, this is the work I do with all my clients. I want them to feel unapologetic in their wardrobe. And I, I just want to be more and more every day, unapologetically Shelly. So that, you know, I just give other people permission to shine in who they are and I'm far from perfect. And I know the Instagram, you know, is, you know, the highlight reel, but you know, I'm, I'm doing a lot of from five 30 in the morning until 10 o'clock at night, I'm doing things that are improving my mindset or working on my clients and, you know, helping them. Well, honestly being, I do think you're, I do think that that's what comes through on your Instagram. I think that like being someone that's like, you know, on that same trajectory, like I, I, I've, I I'm very drawn to it. And I think it's the only reason why I got, I used use my inspiration for your haircut. Like, it's like, you have a great haircut, but I'm like, I just think that it's more than just your hair. Like it's more than just the clothes. And it, and it is. And I, 
I want every woman to, and that's, that's every woman I want to feel as good as I am. And I think with age, I think my younger self, you know, I could just tell her that, you know, it does get better. And all the girls that are coming behind me that I'm 43 and I've never felt or looked better. So there's, it's, it's, you just got to do the work. No. And I, I think that that that's the part that I feel like what I like was drawn to about you. Like, it's like, there's this one I was trying to find in my phone here. I, uh, I had this, uh, I saw this quote on Instagram and I saved it. It says something about like people, like your spirit irritates their demons. And I think that the, like back to saying like, I was drawn to your page, but someone who's like, maybe not living into their full capacity or potential or someone that was in your life, they might struggle with how you're showing up because it's, it's rubbing their demons wrong or something. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And so I, they're triggered by what I'm doing, what I'm saying, and what I'm in and who I've become and that, and I, I take it as a, as a compliment in many ways, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm, I'm okay with that because I've been, you know, and, and I really, I've, I've been that girl, you know, that, that was playing small for so long. And now I know through all this work I'm doing on myself and my my spirituality is just, just a huge part of it. Right. Where I'm just, I know I have so many people to help and I really have to use my voice. I'm constantly trying to open up my throat chakra. I'm doing a lot of work around that using my voice, singing and sharing my gifts, but it's something I've struggled with my whole life. And it's very uncomfortable to still show up on socials. I'm hoping it's going to get easier with again, more the work I'm doing to keep flexing that muscle, but I'm, I'm getting there. (laughs) Yeah, no. And I heard you say in the podcast I was listening to, it's kind of similar to this. It's like, and it's been the same thing for me. It's like, when you switch from thinking about yourself to being of service, it's easier to like get on a podcast. It's easier to be like, no, like this is in service of others and it ends up serving you, but it, it takes you out of it. Absolutely. This isn't, this is bigger than me. And this is my mission is really big. I've, I'm going to have huge impact and so many women, you know, really need help with, with really just their confidence around their bodies. I mean, I deal with body dysmorphia, a female body dysmorphia daily. And I'm, I'm a full, I'm a certified therapist in it. Yeah. Really good at it. And I've had my own because I've been there and I still struggle every day with my body dysmorphia and things I don't love about my body, but I know exactly the right, whether, whether it's the right look garment or comment or, you know, listening to them and hearing them and holding space for them. I mean, that's what I do for these women. And it, they eventually will realize, you know, what is holding them back and it's their beliefs around their body. And, and I set them free to feel good. And yeah. And, and do you feel like I I was saying to someone recently, I was saying like, I don't really prepare for things anymore. I just take good care of myself is how much is that what you do and how much of, I mean, obviously you have to prepare like clothes and stuff, but how much of like, 
do you kind of view it similarly? Like all the work you're doing on yourself is like for your career. It comes like, it comes through me. And when I, I basically with my work, I, I ultimately manifest most of these clothes for my clients. It's, it's wild. I'm able to, I'm able to spend time with them, get to know them. And then I attract exactly what they need. And it, there is no, you can't learn this. It's a, it's, it's in me and it's wild and nobody could duplicate what I do in the way that I do it. Right. So it's, that's like my secret sauce and that the client, I share what she needs to know right then about whether, I mean, most of my clients cry my shop session today, there probably is going to be tears at some point, every session is tears. And my job is to, you know, listen and they're healing a lot of, you know, they're, they've, they've never seen themselves look so beautiful. And it's really hard to see that, see such a beautiful woman when you haven't seen her for 40 or 50 years. Yeah. Like she's been in there all along in there all along, but she's been, she's been in hiding, you know, she's been hiding under fabrics. She's been hiding and wearing what, you know, her mom told her to wear. Her husband doesn't want her to look too sexy, but yet wants her to look sexy. She, the, there's so many scenarios and it's heavy. And she looks in the mirror and she's like, wow. Yeah. That's her. And I love her. And she's, she is so beautiful. And for the, now from this day forward, she gets to, she gets to get to know her and it takes time because it's, it's a, it's a wild transformation, but they, they'll never go back to the old, you know, because ideally we let go of the clothes that didn't work. They can't go back and they can only go move forward and make better decisions that better serve her. I love that. I love something you said that I feel like I want to go back to. You said something like, people can't duplicate what I'm doing. Like things, it it comes through me. And I feel like, do you feel like that's kind of like the thing that like, if there's no competition in anything, if you're doing the thing that like is innate in you. Innate in me. Absolutely. And so many women in the beginning, you know, back to, you know, competition in the beginning, I had the year of 2020 during COVID where yes, I was looking at what everybody else was doing because there was nothing else to do, right? Yeah. I didn't have that many in-person clients. So of course I was scoping out all the competition and looking at their websites, looking at their content. And then I was like, oh, I'll copy this. I'll do this. I'll do that. I followed, I don't know, hundred dozens of stylists, right? Mm-hmm. And now I don't follow, but maybe four, maybe four or five that I'm friends with. And I'm friends with lots of them. But the reason I don't follow them is that I am staying in my lane I'm creating content that, that comes through me, that feels good for me. And I don't care what anyone else is doing. And I celebrate them because the, we all, and again, I know in the industry right now, I am definitely a leader and pioneer and breaking through the ceilings in a lot of ways. And I am doing it for all the other stylists that are coming behind me. Yeah. And you can't do it if you're looking at everyone else. Like you can't can't be that pioneer. No, I am a visionary. I'm a pioneer and everyone else, you know, there's, there's no one doing it like I'm doing it, but all of, there is no competition. These are my sisters. These are my friends. And 
when they succeed, I succeed. And I want the whole industry needs to rise and shift. And I know that I am creating change in our industry and I'm just getting started. I am literally just getting started. Yeah. And do you, and do you think like, I get that vibe from you a lot. I like that. Like, like this is like, you're just getting going. I didn't realize that your business was like in the last three years, like you'd totally gone solo, but so how much do you feel like that comes from having your career shift later in life? And how much of it comes from just being like, no, like I'm just ready to fucking go. Like, what is the, like, what's behind that? Maybe there's, I think it's both. Yeah. You know, I felt like I was maybe, I had been, you know, I've been playing small so long. I'm like, life is too short. I only have today. I'm going to be helping one beautiful woman today, but I have so many women that need help. And I want to help that I've got, I've got to use my voice and, you know, my, my small community and platform to, to create the change and like be the change. And every day I wake up, I have to, there's so much pressure because I have to essentially represent the work that I'm doing. So I have to take care of myself doing all of, all of my practices, all of my habits, everything that is, is the building, you know, the building blocks of what I'm going to be creating. Right. And so it's, it's so crazy. This, the amount of work that goes into it that nobody knows about, but I'm, I'm grant, you know, I'm over here doing it and I'm working on more being in the flow, but in the first year or two, it's pretty intense. It's like a, a, like it's a full-blown rebirth of myself and my identity. And I mean, it's fun to watch, to be honest, <laughs> like from my vantage point, yeah. and like it, it makes me think of something Gary Vaynerchuk says. It's like, if you see someone who has a cool business or you see someone who has a great life, there's no one that has that and hasn't worked their face off well, and kept absolutely. it. Gary nailed it. <laughs> and this has been, this has been a real labor of love. And then with this move coming up, I mean, it's, it's honestly terrifying but yeah, will you tell people a little bit about it? Yeah. So I'm, I'm moving to Los Angeles, August 1st, and I've been, this move has been coming for a few years. I've had pings for maybe five or six years of moving out West. I've always, you know, the, just, I've visited LA often and I just feel like it's, it's my spot and it's the place where I could have the most expansion, both, both personally and professionally. Um, it's, I know it's my, my home. I've been in Chicago 24 years and it was a beautiful ride, but I have a lot more to do and to see and experience. And this move is, is going to be it. it. (laughs) Well, it makes me think of your like previous career. It's like, you got so comfortable and it's like, it's not that it's not working. It's just like, there's more, there's more. And I could be in Chicago. I've got, you know, you do well, you're doing well here. I have the, I do very well here. I have, there's it's, this is easy. Mm. I could live a great life. I, I travel all over the country for clients, but LA is a whole nother ball game. And that's where, you know, it's a fashion Mecca. 
the weather. I can't do another winter. Yeah. You got to see this through. Like there's a, it's take, there's a whisper. Yeah. There's a whisper and I can't not go. I can, you know, Chicago's, I know I'm not coming back. There's no way. And all of my Chicago clients are coming out to LA for their shop sessions. I have team members here covering, you know, their in-person appointments here. And then, so we've got all of my clients will still be able to work with me and it's going to be just in a little different way. And then the, the level of new client potential out there is, is going to be mind blowing. I'm it's going to be wild. And it just, in the connections, the networks, the friends I'm working on, you know, I'm, I'm working on booking fall and it's, and I can't wait to see and meet the incredible clients I get to work with out there. That's so cool. And so like, when you think about like who you're doing this for, you know, like people think of like, they talk about like their younger self, like the little girl in them. Like, are you kind of like when, as you like live this life, are you thinking about like the little girl you're doing this for? Are you doing this for the person you're becoming? Because I heard you say in the past, like you're setting people up when you're doing these styling sessions for the person they're becoming in three to five years. Is that how you do your mind? Or yeah, I'm always forward thinking. I'm trying, I never really think about you know, her, my younger self, Okay, I'm thinking about, I know, and, and this is through just, you know, I'm definitely a manifester. I've, you know, it's, it's a huge part of me. It's a part of a daily practice I do. And I know that my future life is, is going to be exactly what I want to create. And I, every day I picture like the home I'm living in. I picture the clients I'm working with. I picture my, you know, future partner in me. I picture just this life that like, I'm going to have a really big life of service that literally every day I, and I'm right now feeling that way every day I wake up. I'm like, I cannot believe I get to do this and I get to earn, I, I mean, I never imagined that I would be, you know, two, three years ago, I never imagined I would be earning what I'm earning right now and being like of this high value to women and men never. And it's, it's wild. And I know in the future, it's only going to exponentially increase in terms of, you know, the life, you know, I, I have these lists of things I want to do. And eventually when my, you know, I I'm, creating a style studio in the next year. So, you know, similar to Holly studio, my studio is going to be a, a retail space in West Hollywood and my clients, um, it's going to be a private, beautiful sanctuary, um, first floor on the, you know, ground level, upper floor offices and a beautiful patio and I'll host events but most importantly, my clients are going to come into the most private, exclusive luxury sanctuary, and they get this incredible style experience with me and my team there. Sounds awesome. And yeah. as you were talking, I was thinking like, yeah, that little girl didn't know what was possible. Like if we no. always go back to that little girl, like she's she going to be in a no- sandbox somewhere. She <laughs> doesn't know no. what's possible. No. And, and it is, it's, it's wild. And the, you know, I'm already, I just posted yesterday for my, for my new, you know, executive operations assistant in LA, who's going to be running my whole 
my multiple brands within my brand. And then I'm having, you know, my team's going to grow quick once I move to LA. So I'm, it's sort of like, I'm starting over again in LA. Yeah. I get this vibe though, that because you're doing it like at the stage in the life that you're in, which I can relate to of like being like, I'm not in a hurry or hurrying through any of it. I'm enjoying like the process of it because you know, it will change. It's going to get, yeah. And I know this is the time where I'm, I'm, I'm building it. And then in the future, I won't be working seven days a week. I'll be traveling. I'll be, you know, living a, a big life. And until then I'm, I'm putting in the work yeah, <laughs> to, say, to say the least I'm, um, yeah. I'm putting in the time and I know it's, it's coming and I just need the, you know, the support is everything. I, you know, it's, it's really intense and I need, you know, a team to take some of the weight off of me, a lot of the weight so that I can stay in my zone of genius and do my magic. Well, and that just takes us full circle to being like, it's self-worth, it's confidence, it's being oh. unapologetic because you would oh. not, you wouldn't even be able to say that. No, I mean, to even post this post that <laughs> I'm for this per, I mean, this is a big, high, yeah. I'm like, this is my first big, big hire. And it's wild that I am hiring someone that is going to ultimately change my life and my business oh. and be with me for years. And I know she's out there in LA. Yeah. And I'm fine. I'm going to find her. <laughs> she's And she'll probably find you the way oh, you've been doing things. You're going to, I'm, she's coming and I'm the whole team is coming and it's going to be, it's, there's no way that it's not happening. I, every day I believe, I think about it. I feel it. Like I feel it in my body and it's, it's, and it's coming fast, but until then I have this time in Chicago and I'm every day i I wake up in this beautiful apartment. I'm just grateful that I get another month here and that, you know, the transition is going to be of course, challenging, I'm sure, but I know I'm, I'm doing what I need to do for my growth. No, totally. And even like when you, when they posted your apartment or you did, I was like, I want to live there, but I, it's my dog, husband, and child. Gonna like, work out there. Like, I'm just like, I, I want to separate that place for a year. You know what and I, I literally every day I'm just so, yeah. And I'm by my, I'm like, it, it's just me. So like, I can do this right now. I can yeah. just move what I can do whatever I want to do. And that's what I, my, my job is to, you know, help other women just do whatever lights them up and wear whatever lights them up. Yeah. So if we were going to leave people with with one like piece of wisdom that you could give that younger self, that person that, you know, was afraid to make a change would never have thought this was possible. If there's like one piece of wisdom that you would give her. Yeah. I, I would have to say investing in yourself, whether that's paying to be in rooms with women who've done what you want to do or coaching, uh, you know, even, even traveling solo is investing in yourself, um, whatever it may be, put that money back in you and you're going to see quick. You're telling the universe that you're ready for big things and they will be delivered. 
I so relate to that. Like, it's just like, it's saying I'm worthy. Like, it's like, I would go to hair color classes by myself in New York and everyone showed up with a friend. And I think there's something so valuable about just being like, I'm doing this for me. I'm going out for Thai food tonight alone. I'm just, it's like, it's sending a message. Yes. And it's so powerful. And so many women I know are holding back and they're, they're, they're just, they know they they could afford it they could afford it. They're choosing not to do it. And my advice is you, it is the, you will never not receive ROI when you invest in yourself. Well, I just think that that part of saying like, there's so many women holding back. Even when you say that, I'm like, I think I'm holding back. Like, I think that that is such a powerful, like note to end on is just like, there are women, a lot of them holding back holding back. And it's like you, and especially, you know, if you have kids and a husband, you're like, well, I can't, you know, I I feel selfish. It's not right. It's no, you, you deserve to put pour into yourself so that you can have overflow. Like I know overflow is coming for me. And then I'm going to be able to invest it in other women. I'm only hiring women. I only put my money. I only invest in women female founded everything for the most part. That's and so cool. Just it's, it means, cause I'm a female founder. I know what it's like. And so we all have to support one another and we all have to rise together. But the number one thing is just be around women, pay, find a mentor, find whoever you can afford masterminds, whatever it may be. Just even if you have to put it on a credit card, Yep. It's going to come back to you with, you know, a huge reward. Yeah. And it, I know there's a few ways people can work with you. So can you share a little bit about the couple of ways that people can work with you before we go? The, the number one way is my method. That's my high touch signature service. The three steps that my clients receive, you know, after four weeks, a big, huge transformation in the way they show up, the way they feel that pretty much will last the rest of their lives. Wow. That's my number one way. Number two is my membership, the style society. And this is a monthly subscription membership, $55 a month. You receive a group of monthly style boards based on typically the Chicago markets, whether um, pretty much whatever's going on in the season, I send you what I'm you know, pretty much showing my clients and I mix high, low, we do um, a monthly zoom call, review the boards. And it's a bit, a beautiful community of women from all over the world. I have the most incredible members and everybody, you know, makes connections. It's networking. It's really fun. So it's a great way to get inspiration, education without having to, you know, if, if they're not ready for the three steps and maybe someone you know, has great style and doesn't need the three steps, but still wants some help shopping. The membership is a great fit for them. Well, yeah. Even when you were saying about like invest in yourself, it's like maybe for someone, it's just doing that $55 a month and the return on that and the people you'll meet and the connections, it's like small, small things have a big impact. Absolutely. And it's doing the work. These women are you know, even with the $55 investment, they're choosing to make better choices when getting dressed. And that's ultimately my messaging is every day you have a choice. You're, you need to make better choices and you deserve to make better choices. 
Oh, Shelly, I'm here for it. I, I want everyone to follow you because you're so inspiring to me. And I feel like, like if I had to think of one word, it is unapologetic. So whatever yeah. you're doing, it's translating. Oh, thank you so much for your time. Oh yeah. Thank you, Lindsay. And I can't wait to meet you in person. I know. <laughs> 